welcome back to the Diet Ride podcast. I'm Alyssa Miller. And I'm Brooke Miller. And we're both dietitians. And we're both moms. And we're both from the Midwest. Live in Denver. And quarantined. Quarantine. Someday we'll f- find something real fun to say. Yeah, one day. Maybe we'll be even in the same place. Like oh maybe gosh. we can be like, we're both sitting next to each other. That'd be cool. But uh, that would be cool. For a little while, especially yeah. right now. So. Yeah, especially right now, guys. I'm waiting for my COVID test to come back. <laughs> so, Boop, so I'm staying, you know, sixteen hundred feet away from you. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're far. No, I don't know the math, but <laughs> it's far. It's at least, probably sixteen miles, I would say, mm-hmm. on average. So, you know, I'm doing my yeah. part. Doing my there part for go. the community. <laughs> totally. Um, you guys, we are talking today all about Halloween. Spooky Yay. Halloween. <laughs> Did you see my hands? Your jazz hands, Ooh. like your spooky hands. <laughs> spooky hands. If only we could show that on the podcast. But we should. You guys are just going to have to imagine it in your head. Um, it was funny. We did our first live Q&A call for our members the other day. And our first like, oh, with yeah. our new members. With not our like our new members. Yeah, yes. so I was like, not our first rodeo. <laughs> no, you're, you're wrong. Um, yeah, that was our first one with our new members. And it was funny because I was like, oh, yeah, we should probably introduce our, our faces. Because they probably follow us on Instagram, but not everyone who listens to the podcast does. And yeah. so I was like, they may not know which one of us is which. So it's true. <laughs> it's Anyways, I don't know why I just said that. But oh, because we were doing the fingers and no one can see. Ugh, the people at home are missing out on Brooke's spooky fingers. They you guys, are. we're talking about Halloween because Halloween, I think, kicks off the holiday season, truly. It um, does. And it really kicks it off with a bucket of candy. So mm-hmm. we typically get a lot of questions around this time of year about Halloween candy. We make jokes about how we ate all the Halloween candy before Halloween, have totally done that a million times. And yes. we wanted to cover this topic a little bit more specifically to Halloween um, and how we can be intuitive eaters around Halloween time. Spooky yes, Halloween. Yes. It, well, and something I hear all the time is like, oh, I got to work off the Halloween candy I ate. Yes. So, so much gonna, triggering message. I'm, I'm guilty for that. eating the candy beforehand. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with that for, so just a reminder, we don't have to work off Mm-hmm. Things that we ate, especially things that we ate a week ago, because mm-hmm. our body does not function that way. We don't, I know it wants, I know we want it to be very simple. Like I ate 300 right. calories worth of m and so I need to go work out. And it's like, no, that's not, it's that's like not your how the body, body works. It's like your body put the Reese's peanut butter cup to the side and was just like, we'll wait to see what she does with this. Mm-hmm. And then she goes for a run and it's like, poof, it disappears. No, not yes, how it works. That's not, not how the body works. That's not how it works. So you don't have to earn, you don't mm-hmm. have to work out in order to allow yourself permission to eat the Halloween candy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just want to throw that out there. So of course, if you love joyful movement and you found some joyful movement in your life, continue doing that through Halloween. Even trick or treating—that's that's joyful movement. Yeah, Maybe I don't know if anybody's card. I don't know. Is anybody trick or treating this year? Can we, we trick are going trick or treating? Absolutely, you can? we can. Yeah, in Colorado for sure, we can. Yes. Do we have to wear masks? Well, a lot of people will be wearing masks because it's a costume. <laughs> well, I'm but... not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be flying back from Antigua on Halloween, so I'm gonna miss trick or treating. Oh, no, well, I'm not really, well, yeah. I'm not really that upset about it. I forget you get back on Halloween. Yeah. You're like, I'll stay in Antigua, which has zero COVID um, yeah. tests. Before, or, before people jumped on my throat, COVID, whatever. 
there are zero COVID cases in the country cases. and you have yes. to provide a negative test within seven days of entering. And yes, I know I just said I'm currently getting tested for COVID. <laughs> this is not within We're recording. This is like weeks upon weeks upon a month out. So calm yeah. down. So calm down. Well, here's the thing. Wait, go back to Halloween. Back to Halloween. So far, <laughs> Colorado has not like canceled Halloween. You're outside. You are socially distanced. I've heard a lot of people are going to put just like a bowl on their front porch or whatever. Oh. A lot of Halloween costumes in it of itself are COVID or COVID not proof, but you know, uh, yes. protective. You, know, okay. you got masks, you got gloves on, you got all the things. My son is going to be Spider-Man. He is completely masked covered up. masked up hands up whatever so and obviously we will take the candy home let it sit for a while before we eat it anyway people are gonna I'm clorox their Halloween. candy yes they probably will they absolutely will clorox their candy wait can i, I just like let it sit let it sit can i just have i just need a rant right now so my husband came home with a 500 piece candy like like candy oh, bag like yeah costco um, Costco, yeah, baby. Yeah. for Halloween. And I was like, babe, we're not even going to be in the country. So like, <laughs> who's going to eat all this candy? And That's then we open it. And of course we like start eating it. Um, there's bubble gum in there, like bubble, double or double bubble gum Trouble in there. Bubble, double. Yeah. Every piece of chocolate tastes like <gasps> bubble gum. No. It is devastating that do you think we should you no, should return I, it i have like and i and the sad thing is i'm like i, I just want a reese's it. peanut butter cup and i have a bowl of reese's peanut butter cups and they all taste like bubble gum and i was like Gross. i don't know who ever thought it was a smart idea to put bubble gum in with chocolate no and that's it's rude. not even a good it's disrespectful it's not a good mix i mean no it's no. twizzlers and bubble mm, gum and no. i'm like guys i don't like i don't even like this stuff. I just wanted to I would return it. As a as a human being in this world, I would you know what I would actually do if we're being real honest? I would put it in my car and say, I'm gonna return that because that's unacceptable. And then I would put it in my car and then I would forget about it. And then I would move to my trunk. No, I would just forget about it and then it would be melty and gross. And I would be too embarrassed to return it because now it's melted chocolate. And then I'm like, I swear I'm returning it because it tasted like bubble gum. And they're gonna look at me and be like, probably because you left it in your car and it all melted together and now it's one big bubblegum chocolate mess. That yes. is what my real life looks like. I'm a mess. I don't care, but I'm going to tell you. You should return it. I'm going to tell you. Okay. I feel that way about All anything right. that's minted with, with mint, mixed with mint. Like oh, if it's yeah, mixed yeah, with yeah. like Tic Tacs or gum or whatever, it always tastes a little minty. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not going to lie. One time this happened to me and I don't remember if it was Halloween or whatever, but it was a, oh, I think, okay, this is what it was. Let me just explain it. In our home, we have like a candy space a space for like desserts or candy or whatever Mm -hmm. and I usually bag things together like in a ziploc bag or whatever to um keep it all together in one spot this is hard to explain but my pantry baskets have like big holes in it so you can't just like have a dove chocolate floating around in there it's gonna fall out so I put them in baggies well one time I put gum like mint gum and candy together like chocolate candy and I put Twix bars in there and then I opened the Twix and it tasted minty and it was good I'm not gonna lie okay don't that would be yeah that wouldn't be it was so good mint chocolate chip mint yeah but then there's like caramel which is kind of weird but it was really good good. so oh sorry you can't have Twix bars no don't tell her don't tell her um anyways it was really funny because I was like they should make this (laughs) 
should just make it in the same plant as they make gum and sell it and make a lot of money. I thought it was good. I was also pregnant. So there's a chance it was pregnant issue that I liked it. Yeah. Let's see. But anyways, that's a good point. Store your candy separately, people. Well, Come in here first for the good, buy, tips, the good candy tips. Don't buy the bubble, the bubble double, whatever. Bubble double. <laughs> double double. Chocolate. The double double. I mean, don't I would for sure one. return it and then just buy an entire thing of Reese's because of course. And the pumpkins. Can we just yes. admit that the pumpkins are better than the cups? Because they're better than the cups. They are. Yeah. Well, they, no, the Easter eggs are the best. The Easter eggs are also really good. Good point. <laughs> okay. So now okay. that we've fully talked about Halloween candy and which ones we like, um, yes. here's the thing. During Halloween season, I think this is an excellent time for people to work on their intuitive eating skills mm-hmm. because there's so much judgment, so much shame, so much negative Nancy <laughs> issues around Halloween, making you feel like shit for eating your Halloween candy before Halloween. And here's the thing that I want to remind you of. These candies are available all year round. Now, mm-hmm. maybe not the pumpkins, okay? Like maybe stock up on those specifically. And the eggs. <laughs> and the eggs. Um, or they have the Christmas trees too. So you do yes. get them seasonally here. Um, but I do think it's important to note that like this is not the only time you're going to see these candies. You can be and should be or at least give yourself permission to buy them year round. You can buy a candy bar on a Tuesday. You can mm-hmm. buy a candy bar whenever the heck you please and eat it. So you should have unconditional permission to eat it. Cause I think a lot of times what happens is we feel restricted like all year and then yes. Halloween comes along. We bring food into our house that we typically don't allow in our home. And then we binge on it because we give ourselves permission or we say only on Halloween or Whatever that might be, maybe I used to do this. I remember I used to try to not open the candy until Halloween. Nearly never made it. Nearly never. (laughs) But then when I did, I waited the the year that I can remember that I did wait. I waited until Halloween to buy the candy. First of all, only crap candy left. Second of all, then I brought crap candy home and binged on it because I was like, now now it's Halloween. Now I can eat it. And you have this like, let's just talk about like the Last Supper mentality or that binge restrict cycle of like you're restricting foods. You know that you only get one day or 24 hours to indulge in these foods. You're going to continue to eat those foods and binge Mm -hmm. on it. That is biological. So if we normalize these foods before Halloween throughout the year, outside of the holiday season, the holiday season can become a lot less stressful. Amen. Yeah. And we talk about this a lot inside the membership, but habituation is so important. So if Mm -hmm. candy for you is something that you feel really out of control around during Halloween, my recommendation is have a candy jar. And Claire actually, Claire Shooning was on our podcast and she talked all about this. She grew up with a candy jar. So she had a candy jar. She always knew where the candy was and she could access it whenever. And it's something that she wasn't accessing all the time because Mm -hmm. she just kind of knew that it was there when she needed it. And actually, hold on, I'm going to pull up one of our Diet Rider members messaged us this week and said um, she's been very impressed because her kids have even been learning this. Um, And she said that you know, here are the chocolate covered almonds, they're available. And Mm -hmm. I'm just so proud that her kids are like learning that they can have access to it when they need it. Um, And just really some really great boundaries that she's learned as a mom. And she just wanted to like share that mom win with us, which I thought was 
so cool. And she said that now I've been giving her more access to sweets. She doesn't seem as obsessed as she used to. Amen. So freaking proud of her. Like amazing member win, but like, it's, it's true. It's like, it's like that for adults too. Like we get so obsessed with things that we can't have or that we can only have once a year or one time a year, like pumpkin. Can we talk about pumpkin spice lattes? We can, but I'm not going to feel the same way you do. I don't like them. No, I, so I hate pumpkin (gasps) spice latte. It's disgusting. How did we not know about this about each other? I love the pumpkin cold brew. Oh, well. You lost me. Have you I had that? I tried it. That's true. I oh, okay. It. I All just it don't is love, like pumpkin. No, just wait. Just wait. I like it's, pumpkin. It's pumpkin shaped chocolate. <laughs> no, no. Okay, I'm gonna make her go to Starbucks. Okay, it literally you tastes like cold brew. Mm-hmm. It literally tastes like cold brew, and then it's just cream on like heavy cream on top, like that really good frothy heavy cream yeah. on top. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just caramel. Like it's not really pumpkiny, oh, but it's okay. good. Okay, so I'm get trying, the pumpkin. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm just. I'm gonna promote this Starbucks because I don't promote all of your drinks because the pumpkin spice latte is not that good, but it oh, is that's good. So funny because I don't love pumpkins, but I do think it's interesting the pumpkin spice latte phenomenon. It's mm-hmm. it's that whole idea of it's not available all year. Exactly. It's totally restricted in a way, and mm-hmm. then as soon as it comes out, people flip over it. They get so excited, and I do wonder if it was available all year. Yeah. And obviously, like pumpkin is like kind of a seasonal comfort feeling mm-hmm. and food, but like if it was available all year, if it would be that big of a deal in PSL time or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, when people or if more and more people would drink it and be like this is actually crap. Like I don't like it, you know? Yeah. So it, it's just an interesting phenomenon to kind of talk about and think through if you have open access to it. Um, I follow this account on Instagram who, whom I love and it's not about nutrition or anything, but she shares that with her kids around Halloween, what she does is she gives them 24 hours access to the candy mm. and then she takes it all away and throws it away. Whoa. So here's the thing with that. What do you think your kids are going to do if they have 24 hours only and Ooh, they know I would going eat, away? I'd eat all of the chocolate. The I would be bag. like, amen. I'm going to yep. gain, I'm going to, I'm going to eat all of this. Yeah. No, until I real. throw up. Until, until I, I throw actually up. throw up. So this is what happens is that her children go crazy. Mm-hmm. Then they got a stomach ache last year and she was kind of like, oh good, this will teach them the lesson, blah, blah, blah. No, it won't because it's been a freaking year. You know, mm-hmm. kids are not going to hold on to that memory. I mean, maybe they will. I'm not going to say for sure they won't. But the, this is creating a a situation where you are restricting the sweets and then telling them, hey, there's a cutoff. And yeah. all of us do this. This is like the not diet starts well. Monday. Yeah, mm-hmm. diet starts Monday. Might as well have donuts today because the diet starts. Who knows the next time I'm going to have donuts when you weren't even going to get donuts in the first place. There's like actually no reason for it. It's only mm-hmm. because the diet starts tomorrow. And that's the same mentality. So listen, no shade. Every parent is different. Every family is different. You do what works for you. But I think she just hasn't thought through it mm-hmm. and really what that's going to do to their kids around candy. They're going to say, I don't know when I get to see this next. This happens once a year. I may as well eat my entire bag because otherwise it's just going to go in the trash and I'd rather mm-hmm. eat it and enjoy it. And so of course they're going to eat the entire bag. And rather than, so the alternative is allowing the candy in the home. It may be a candy jar. Maybe it's just you parceling out, having it during mealtimes or during a snack time once a day or once a week or three times a week or whatever that looks like in your home. 
but the kid knowing that the candy that they just worked for <laughs> or earned mm-hmm. in their eyes um, isn't going to just disappear one day and you lose a ton of trust. You know, it's like mm-hmm. that freaking hilarious Jimmy Kimmel videos, which I absolutely love. Like you just broke major trust with your kid. You took yes. something that they love and took it away but it, they are amazing videos so. oh it's it's funny i yes I've watched i'd be scared to do them. it <laughs> yeah. i'd be scared to do it oh my gosh like, actually i kind of have a feeling my son would be like one of the sweet ones that's like that's okay mommy i that's okay like i could totally see him doing that in like a, it, a way that would make me feel guilty for the rest of my life <laughs> it depends on how much candy he had though that's true. like yeah. You know, like if he's like, if he like genuinely had enough and he feels yeah. satisfied, I could see him being like that. But if he didn't get any yet and he it's took it away, so he'd be like, yeah. mom, he'd probably cry. Mom, he took away my candy. I'm so he'd probably sad. throw something. He throws things sometimes. It's fine. It's fine. Um, okay. But truly, and this is true of candy around Halloween or throughout the year, keeping it consistent, keeping it neutral throughout the year all of a sudden makes things like Halloween not a big deal. So I remember specifically last year, which every year I get better and better at feeling like a good intuitive eater and like I'm on the right track and I continue to build momentum and trust in myself and all these things, right? And last Mm -hmm. year I felt really good and I I clearly still do too now. But last year was the first year that Halloween came up that I felt really good. And I remember Mm -hmm. having like a small handful of candy that I really liked. And I remember buying the bags of candy that I enjoyed to have in my home because also something I would do around Halloween was buy the crap candy that I didn't like because then I thought that I wouldn't eat it. Like, oh, well, if I buy, I don't know, Babe Ruth's or whatever. Oh, I'm going to get hate from people. People love Babe Ruth's. But they're okay. They're okay. Um, but if I bought the Halloween candy that I didn't like, I thought that would de-incentivize me to eat it. So then I wouldn't eat it. But guess what? I would eat it because I was restricting myself from what I really wanted. So then when I couldn't have the one candy that I really, really wanted, I would eat that one thinking it would satisfy my sweet tooth. And then I would end up eating like five, six, seven, 10, 12, 15 of them still not satisfied. And then I would probably dig through my son's bag or whatever and find what I really wanted and finally ate it. And that's so very true in the dieting dieting mentality outside of Halloween too. We tend to say, oh, I'm craving something sweet. I'll have an apple. That's sweet. It's Mm -hmm. not the same when you're craving a Reese's peanut butter cup. It's Mm -hmm. just not the same. Oh, I have a really good example of this that I just, that just happened. Plus a plug. Ooh. Trader Joe's, you guys. Trader Joe's has these things right now. They are mint drops. They're basically junior mints, but like Ooh. fancy. And they're okay. so rich, so good. The chocolate is delicious and crunchy and like actually chocolatey. Cause I feel like junior mints are like mostly mint with like a candy coating, you know, mm-hmm. these from Trader Joe's were incredible. And here's, what's really cool about it. And I actually talked about this inside the membership that I was craving uh, junior mints recently and had bought them and I had a few, they were fine, whatever. I bought this thing from Trader Joe's of mint drops incredible game changers but also like really rich and satisfying so all I needed were like one or two that was it because it was so satisfying whereas the junior mint although I liked the taste and enjoyed it I could probably have 15 of those and still not feel satisfied so pay attention to the candy you're bringing into your home make sure you enjoy it and I'm definitely going to reiterate this quote from the intuitive eating book that is by far my favorite and I feel like sums up intuitive eating really well and basically, if you don't like it, don't eat it. Mm-hmm. If you do like it, savor it. Mm-hmm. Savor it. Amen. Enjoy it. 
give yourself permission. Don't have guilt over it. Sit in it, enjoy it, experience it, and get satisfied. And then move yes. on. Yes, yes. Oh, that's so move good. On. Yeah, I think um, a lot of times, like, when we don't see candy often, and then Halloween rolls around, and it's there, and it's available, and it's out, we're like, we start eating it out of boredom, and we start eating it because it's yeah. there, because we don't know how to cope with it when it's something mm-hmm. new. Whereas like if candy is just always in our house and it's always available, like it loses its, you lose like the temptation to just eat it all the time. Like even yeah. when you don't want it. And I think yeah. that's the main thing is just like seeing, okay, do I have a chocolate craving? Okay, then great. I'm going to honor that and eat it. I'm going to enjoy it. And I'm going to eat something that has chocolate that's enjoyable. But a lot of times, like you said, like we'll try to oh, I'm just going to eat fruit instead and be good. We eat Mm -hmm. the fruit and we're like, "Mm, I still want something more savory. And then we eat peanut butter and we're like, "Mm, that's good. But like, I still want something else. And then we end up eating five different foods. And then finally we're like, screw it. I still don't have my, like, I still haven't solved um, that's craving. So now I'm going to go ahead and eat all the ice cream. And then it's like, had you just had that little piece of chocolate, you would have been fine. You know, you would have felt satisfied and could have moved on. And that comes with habituation that comes with practice. I know maybe some of you are rolling your eyes right now. Like, Oh, one piece of chocolate would never satisfy me. I would never stop. Mm -hmm. I feel you. I I literally feel you. I never thought I would be someone that intuitive eating would work for, but it does. It really does. When you give true endless unconditional permission to eat any and all foods, you're exactly right, Brooke. It loses its lackluster, right? Like Mm -hmm. it loses its shine. It loses interest in you. It's called habituation. It is very real. We've both experienced it. And so have so many of our members and clients and beyond. Um, It takes time though, of course. So of course we're coming Mm -hmm. right up onto Halloween. So if we haven't been practicing this, this might feel really overwhelming. And what I want to focus on maybe here at the end to kind of give you guys some tips of how to handle it. If you don't feel confident in your intuitive eating skills yet, what I would want you to work through is how to not stop or how to stop feeling guilty about it. Mm -hmm. So we're going to eat this candy that's coming into our home. We're going to, like I said, buy the candy that we enjoy, savor it when we do enjoy it. Don't be scrolling on your phone or like popping it in your mouth while you're watching TV. Sit with it, Mm -hmm. enjoy it, and practice that mindful eating and make a choice, not out of restriction, but make a choice Mm -hmm. because you deserve to get your um, satisfaction factor met through food Mm -hmm. and to practice using other techniques to cope with the stress that the holidays might be bringing on with you and focusing truly on sitting with the feeling of why do you feel guilty for enjoying food? And um, we actually just released inside of our membership an entire mini course dedicated to how to stop feeling guilty after you eat. Mm -hmm. So if that's something you struggle with heavily, if that's something that you could use in your life, be on the lookout for our doors opening to the membership again soon, early 2021 for sure. And know that that's something that we deep dive inside the membership to really help our members get up and over that feeling of guilt and that it's completely possible. But it takes dedication, it takes time, Mm -hmm. and it takes true introspection to focus on why you feel guilty and how we can make these feelings stop swirling in our brain. And I think it starts with stop restricting because that is truly where the guilt comes from is feeling like we're restricted. Yes. Oh, you guys. Do you want to talk a little bit about, um, do you want to touch a little bit about, uh, kids 
Like, yeah. so we talked about how we can kind of cope with our Halloween candy, but can you just touch a little bit on as a parent, how you should handle Halloween candy for kids? Take it yeah. away. So for those of you who don't know, not only am I a diet rioter for life, ooh, ooh, ooh. but I also have uh, my account, Mama and ERD, on Instagram as well, where I teach moms how to raise intuitive eaters. Um, so actually passing this on to the next generation. And it's so important to keep this steady, especially around things like candy that we tend to get really overwhelmed as a parent. We want like zero sugar. Everyone tells us, don't give your kids added sugar, blah, 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 all this stuff important to think about their health, their growth, their development, but also Mm -hmm. important to structure or to set up their relationship with food for the long term. So I constantly am telling mamas this, that we are so focused on the here and now zooming in to Halloween day, Halloween night, Halloween, whatever, or one meal, one snack, they skipped this, they ate too much of that or whatever in one sitting. Yeah. We need to like zoom out and realize that this is over time and we're setting them up for success so that when they turn 18 and hopefully fingers crossed they move out and move on (laughs) then you they're able to make these decisions for themselves and they're armored up against diet culture so that diet culture can't come in and hopefully um, won't wreck their lives and make them have the same swirling feelings of guilt that we feel so I think that is really important and the way that I recommend doing that is neutralizing candy and desserts in your home Mm -hmm. and just like what Brooke was saying one of our members had that win with their kids when you implement this in your home and when you model it yourself it is incredible to watch your little ones like leave a cookie on their plate or have a bite and then go back to like their chicken or whatever and they're not just eating the candy or the cookie or whatever it might be And I think that's really powerful. So keeping it on the plate and especially like with Halloween coming around, I recommend keeping that Halloween candy on the plate on a balanced plate. So we still want to protect their blood sugar. We want to protect their bodies and make sure that they're given an opportunity to eat a balanced meal. Doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily mean that that's what's going in, especially on Halloween, but knowing that that's just one night of the big picture and continuing Mm -hmm. to give them opportunities to eat in a balanced way. So I think that's really important. And then just focusing on the way that we talk about these foods around them. Mm-hmm. A lot of times our kids are too young to understand the nuances of added sugar versus natural sugar versus carbohydrates and fiber and protein and fats and good fats and bad fats or whatever that might look mm-hmm. like. They're, it's really nuanced. And so to try to teach our two, three, four-year-olds about this, that is really hard. And then our brains are wired, literally wired to... Um, attach labels to things. So if we give our kids labels of good, bad, unhealthy, healthy, they're going to actually attach that to themselves when they eat those foods. So we need to be careful with the way that we, we label foods, the way that we talk about foods, talk about it in the positive and really focus on um, bringing it to a neutral level in your home and knowing that this conversation about nutrition and gentle nutrition can come later. Like five, six, seven is where I recommend Mm -hmm. starting And even then, it's still super basic, and you're still not labeling foods good or bad for life. So Mm -hmm. those are my tips there. Definitely head to my Instagram if you want more information about this. I'll be posting for sure about Halloween all over the place over there. Um, It's Mama and Me RD. So check me out over there. Yeah. Yes. Um, But yeah, we definitely want to see all of your Halloween pictures. So if any of you dress up, please, please, please. 
tag us at diet.writers, send us your stories. We would love to share your Halloween costumes um, on our feed that day. That would so be please awesome. do it. We could do like a little, oh guys. Okay. Oh guys. We could do oh a little contest. We should promote this, Alyssa, where everybody tags us with their costumes or sends us a DM with their costumes. And then we post all of our, all of our listeners on there. And then we have our listeners vote on their favorite costume at the end. That's so cute. Yes. And listen, I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to tell you that we're going to be biased, but if your costume has something to do with food, Food. (gasps) you're going to be bumped up. Okay. So Alyssa and I, when we were in the office together, yes, this was you know, like four years ago, um, when we were in the office together, the whole dietitian, the whole dietitian team, I like convinced us all to be fruits and vegetables because you know, what else would dietitians do? And you guys, I was an inflatable banana. I had a fan in my suit and I literally was a blob of a banana with air and fan blowing. It was the best. I still have that costume. So that's, Oh yeah. You should hold on to that forever. I want to wear it skiing one, one a day. A head of broccoli. You were. That was cute. Yeah. And that I got cute. this pillow from Ikea that was a broccoli pillow. And I cut off the mm-hmm. top and made it into a hat and then just wore all green. It was super simple. But it was amazing. And um, I should have carried a thing of ranch around with me. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? Um, yes, I love this idea. You guys should definitely tag us in your photos of what you dress up for for Halloween. Um and we will for sure share it and have a little contest and let you know which ones our favorites are because I'm telling you, I just want to live this little thing. A, yes. I love anything that has to do with food. And B, Same. there's a good chance my daughter is going to be some sort of food item for Ooh, make her an avocado. <laughs> I was an avocado when I was pregnant, remember? I know. Oh, wait. Well, you I didn't. Yet. Okay. I didn't meet you yet. That's true. But yeah, I saw pictures. Oh so. yeah. I feel like My I bump knew that. Was the pit, you That's guys. So it was cute. so cute. I literally I wish okay, I have a photo, but it is yeah. literally I look dead in the eyes. Like I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm like thirty eight <laughs> weeks pregnant. Like, like I literally I had my son like two weeks later. And I uh, cut out cardboard, colored it green, cut a hole in the middle. And wore it like a mm. sign <laughs> and popped my belly through the middle and wore a brown shirt. So it was like my brown pit. Oh, it was so funny. It was so fantastic. But the picture I have of it, I don't even know if I can find it anymore. But I was so tired. I just looked yeah. so tired and so miserable. But it was pretty funny. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what she is for Halloween. But I'm going to guess it's going to be food related. So I'm stoked. Anyways, you guys, we hope that you guys have a happy Halloween and you enjoy that Halloween candy and truly savor it. And if you're not a candy person like me, I hope you enjoy something else on Halloween, like chili, because that's usually what I enjoy on Halloween. Mm. I'm going to be on a a beach drinking something. So I'll enjoy something. Oh, you're right. I'm going to be on an airplane. You should dress up for an airplane in your banana suit. (laughs) (laughs) They're not going to let you through customs. They're literally going to be like, she can't. We can't have a fan in here, man, blowing the COVID around. Oh, you guys, thanks for tuning in. We will see you next Tuesday. See you later. See you later. See you later.